Okay, so this is Make It Weird, and it's a dog podcast where we talk about dog stuff and occasional nonsense. Yeah. Um, and this week, we wanted to talk about buzzwords in dog training because we are irked. Are we irked, or are we just, like, looking to educate? Or are uh, we irked? It depends who's asking, you know? Okay. I'm well, gonna... halfway through a coffee. Uh, right, and so... I think let's start... Let's be positive. So, yeah, let's say we're looking to educate people. Wow. That's a really, really positive outlook. Yeah. For this moment in time. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, but all these buzzwords are things that people use, and they use them all the time, and people just don't know what they mean. We use them, but yeah, like, no clue. We no. just, like, had this brief, like, we scanned, like, a PetSmart flyer or something. Yeah, we saw it on a hashtag. We heard enough, like, people that seem what they know what they're doing with dogs. We've heard them use it enough, so we're like, okay, I'll use it. So that it yeah. makes it seem like I know what I'm doing with my dog. But, but we're on to you. We yeah. know you don't know, and that's okay. Yeah, you can totally not know things. It's just also, if you don't know things, then then we don't use them like they're, we are an authority on them. Yeah. Right. Yes. Which is occasionally the problem when you have people doing their own work on their dog. If they're dealing with severe issues, they do some Googling, and they have the buzzwords that will fix the dogs. Because this is the other thing, is buzzwords now are like how you find anything. So that's what you Google. Yeah. Buzzwords are the thing you Google. And if you are Googling the buzzword, trainers are making content based on that buzzword. But like, so not all of it is great. And not all of it is applicable to what your situation yeah. is. And if you're just using a buzzword, not fully understanding it, and you're Googling it, you might be getting advice on that buzzword. But that might not actually be anything Right, that might not be your what dog. your dog is. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all, because you don't have a full understanding of said buzzword. Yeah buzzword or hashtag because yeah all of these we made a list and all of these are very common hashtags yeah damn okay so what is enrichment what does enrichment mean to you sienna because that's the biggest buzzword nowadays yeah i don't i won't say i loathe the word enrichment but i feel that it is not appropriate it's turned into just things. a snuffle mat yes oh my god enrichment. what does enrichment mean to you sienna what does it mean what, actually, let's start with how do you see it used? How do I see it used yeah. right now? So when people come in and they're like, oh, I'm providing enrichment, oh. what is the impression when people go, hey, I'm doing enrichment? It means we give our dog a snuffle mat for dinner. It means maybe we've crumpled up a couple kibble in, in newspaper. It means like a food toy, essentially. Yeah. Essentially, enrichment is a food toy right now. Yeah, and enrichment has become this commercialized concept of like... You buy the thing to create 30 seconds of enrichment. Yeah. To just somehow make your dog's life have a purpose because they've done 30 seconds of food toy work. Right. And they're, I do this all the time. I'm like, hey, so what does your dog do as a job? Like, what does it do for fun? What does it do does it outside do? of just going for a walk? And people are like, oh, well, I have a, a snuffle mat. I have oh, a Kong well, wobbler. I, yeah, I throw, I, I hide kibbles in the house. Right. Which, like, like, I see where, we see where that comes from. 100%. Like, we see that, we saw the spider web start. Yeah. We get there, but, like, it's... But on the circular fucking pie graph of yeah. enrichment, food toys is, like, a 7% wedge. Right. Like, it is And it's it also just, like, deal. if you're, like, to me, if you've decided that a snuffle mat is your dog's enrichment, if your dog can like finish it in 30 seconds 
do you think they're enriched after that? Yeah. Like, like. Did that mm-hmm. give their life purpose? Like, I'm going to go with no. Yeah. I am also going to go with no. To me, uh, when people say the word, like, enrichment. Oh, God, I'm clicking my pen again. She's going to get Yeah, put angry. that down. Yeah. I'm putting it down. Whew. I'm putting it down. Haley, so take fast. it away. Yeah. I'm going to have this one and yes. it's going to be quieter. Um, yeah, a lot of people are boiling enrichment down. I ask them, like, okay, what do you do? And they're boiling enrichment down to, like, one toy that they give their dog. Yes. Enrichment is what you give to your dog or do with your dog that gives your life your dog's life purpose Ooh, the ooh. actual definition of the word enrichment is the action of improving or enhancing the quality of or value of something so like so how bad does your dog's life have to be right. that it's improved by 30 seconds with a snuffle right pack? putting some kibbles in like a pop bottle do you, if that is enhancing the quality of your dog's life that much Maybe we need to reevaluate some other things. Yes. Uh, and that's, but, yeah. And that's the thing. And, and it's not to say that those things aren't enrichment, but if that is the whole picture of enrichment for you, we need to do better. Yeah. Enrichment. There's so many things like enrichment training. Training is the, the OG enrichment. Yeah. Doing a thing with your dog and teaching it more. That is enrichment. But that takes time from people and that takes time. And a lot of times it takes knowledge and people don't have a lot of time and they don't always have the knowledge. So they're like, well, I don't need to know anything about a snuffle mat besides the fact that like PetSmart put an ad up that said, hey, this is enriching. Well, yeah. And I think it's also just like, yeah, maybe I think one thing to also consider is, is like you got that like from winners, like the puzzle toy, like that, like you Mm -hmm. put the thing and the dog does the puzzle. Yeah. Maybe day one that was enriching for your dog because it was a fun, new, exciting thing. Mm -hmm. But like if you give it to them every day, they're not stupid they've solved it they know what it is and so like it's no longer enriching my friend like Mm -hmm. it's it's just you you don't read kindergarten books anymore because you see jane run like you know yeah (laughs) i did so (laughs) but like it's the same thing if like you have you know the difference between like you say like give kids you know books or give kids experiences or give kids toys like yes that toy is enriching for a short amount of time or it is an item that they really wanted, but overall, an experience is more enriching to their life long term. Um, books are more enriching to life long term because they teach other things and they do other. And things. how about a combination of all three? Yes, like, that's really doing what a time. Dif- like doing different things is also enriching because, like, yes. oh, I haven't done this in a couple weeks. What's this? Yes. Like, that's also pretty fun. One hundred percent. Constantly doing new things is enriching. Um, just experiences are enriching and yes food toys and toys in general and shoes and all of that is enriching it's one category yes but there did yeah it's one category out of eight right And and it could fade away pretty quickly yeah like very much so and that's the thing is if your whole world of enrichment is wrapped up in the your three toy food toy rotation yeah your dog is feeling a lot of feelings because it doesn't have anywhere to put its mental energy yeah but yes enrichment is one of those hardcore buzzwords that shows up everywhere now and when you ask anybody what enrichment means i mean it is now the equivalent word to food toy yes yeah which is like it's like it's like people do socialization and the equivalent to the dog park. That's oh, that is on the list. I was so socialization. Say, we're get to it. Socialization like, is a buzzword. Props like a to the food toy in- industry because like they really, they blew it out of the park. They've marketed. God, yeah, that marketing team is the shit. But like, they yeah, like they know raises. what they're doing and like 
every owner out there now mm-hmm. knows that word and thinks that oh, yeah. stuffed Kong is just ooh, the holy grail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I own 47,000 food toys. Right. I do not disagree with yeah, food Yeah, we're not toys. saying no food toys. Absolutely. We're just saying, like, I love that. So can you give us five, ex- mm, yeah, five examples of enrichment for mm. a dog? Oh, my God. Um, training. Training in general. Just, yeah. like, doing training with your dog, even if it's a known behavior. But especially if it's something new. I would say... Stuff like hiking and exploring a new area outside, like on leash or off leash, doesn't Just matter. Going like and exploring. Long line, not long line. I don't care what how you walk your dog, but like going and exploring a new area for sure. Mm, trying a new experience, like maybe they try swimming or they yeah. try um, hmm, like a car ride, even somewhere new, and we go somewhere new and. And we stand and we look off the hill or the yep. top of the cliff thing, like a viewpoint, like just going just new changing places. Changing their, their environment. It doesn't need to be crazy. Um, what else can we do? Even like going, I not all dogs can do this, but even stuff like patio skill stuff where you go out and you just sit there and hang out. Sit there out. and watch a brand new movie. Like like for mm-hmm. them, it's a brand new movie. Like, yeah, oh, they one, never see these people. They never see these smells. Like 100%. And fitness. I would say fitness is super enriching because we have like a, a very stressful connotation with like the gym and working out and all that stuff. And so maybe people aren't aware that dogs really love to move. Yeah. Like, I would say working out your dog, doing fitness stuff with your dog, treadmilling them, slap milling them, balancey stuff, yeah. learning how to move their body. I was going to say coordination, flexibility. Yeah. Like, oh my God, all of that. Yeah. That is super enriching. And yes. the fitness stuff has all the other benefits as well, like the health benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Oh God, five See, was five, five right was there. a stretch because I can fill five in each of those categories, but I don't have that many categories in my say, head. It's hard. But even like, there you go. Those yeah. are five things that are not food toys. Food toys. They're just not food toys. But they're enriching. And you they can and elevate you can totally the do the fitness life. thing and then do a food toy. Totally. 100%. Love that. Love that yeah. so much. Yes. Also, I just don't want it to end at food toys. Yeah. But oh my There's god, I touched on socialization. Socialization so is the buzzword of it is another word that makes me want to throw my head onto the table and just like ugh. Do you, when you have clients, you've seen me do this, but when you have clients, do you also go, when they use the buzzwords, do you ask them to define them? Because yes. now I do. Yes. I'm like, oh, so you did socialization. What does that mean? I think that's just, I think I've started, like, I don't even jump into explaining socialization first. I go, because usually, like, if you're giving the spiel of, like, the three foundations kind of thing, you they the first two, yeah, we don't, engagement, impulse control, mm-hmm. we don't really hear about, but socialization, everyone kind of goes, oh, yes, I've done that. Like, they kind of mm-hmm. jump in there right away. So, like, I literally go, okay, and socialization. So, what is your understanding of socialization? And that's where they jump in and they go, oh, don't worry. Like, we took him to the dog park when he was younger. Mm-hmm. He's socialized. That's not our issue. Mm, pump the brakes. Let's... <laughs> Let's talk about, about let's talk about that one for the next 10 minutes cuz mm-hmm. so you get to explain this all the time. I get to explain this all the time. What is socialization to you? To me? Um Well, cuz we know what ever everyone knows what everyone they're going to say. It's oh, I just went to dog parks, I went to doggy daycare, and they all think it's meeting dogs, meeting people. Yeah. So, how do you explain it to people cuz it's definitely not that. Spoiler alert. It's not. It's that. Not. And every time you say that, a dog trainer cries. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Well, how do you explain it to clients? I explain it probably the way you explain it to clients. It's almost like I taught you how to it's explain it to clients. It's almost like... <laughs> 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 but 
but I explain it. I guess I would say it's, it's, it's just, it's making sure your dog, you can put something new or have it experience something new and it just cope with that appropriately. And I focus more on just like there, it doesn't have to be so much extreme mm-hmm. in a sense of just like. Everyone loves extremes yes. when they're socializing dog. So I explain it to people in the fast way, the same way you do, which is that your dog, socialization is teaching your dog how to cope with stress or stressors appropriately. And everyone wants to do extremes. They're like, well, my dog needs to be familiar with, you know, vehicles. So I want him to see a backhoe and then get on part of the track. Yeah. Well, I want him to be, I want him to like people. So he has to meet a hundred people by Friday. Right. Let's overwhelm what? the dog. Um, he, like, he needs to be good with kids. So I'm like, I think bring him really to a child's birthday party. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I think it's just really important to explain that like there's such a large umbrella of what it is. Like yes. it's not just dogs and people, but like we as people, we go, okay, you're a very social person if you go to a lot of parties. So like that to, that's mm-hmm. where we make the connection. And I think that's like, that's where people struggle. It's just cause like you're a social person if you have friends. Mm-hmm. So, and that's people. And then, so your dog should have friends, which is dogs. And then that's good. But it's just like, really, you need to be able to not be stressed so easily. Like, like that's mm-hmm. it. It's just the ability to not be stressed. Yeah. And it's like, like even for a person going to a party, yes, there's going to be people there, but like you have to drive there. You have to find the location. Mm-hmm. You have to maybe there's eat, so many eat other some food that you've never had. Like going to a party. Yeah, there's so many things. And that makes a well-socialized person. Same thing for dogs. Dogs mm-hmm. need to experience things. Dogs, and that doesn't mean just dogs and people. That could mean like items that can mean ex- so there's, there's environmental socialization there's excuse me there's social socialization which is just like that is the interaction with other people um there's to me there's like internal confidence as a form of socialization where they know how to self-regulate and handle themselves yeah. like self-regulation is gonna a say, huge like, part of that they can regulate their arousal levels be it excitement neutrality. Be it fear neutrality like so i tell everyone Take that word socialization, delete it from your entire fucking brain, and replace it with self-regulation or neutrality. Because that's what people really want. They just don't yeah. know that. They yeah, but want... they've been because they've been taught this right. buzzword, and they're like, oh well, they they want their dog to be able to meet new people. They want their dog to be able to go to new experiences. And I'm like, yes, I love that for you. I love that for your dog. And then they're like, well, I'm really unhappy that he jumps all over people, or I'm really unhappy that like as soon as we get somewhere new, he runs away. And I'm like. Okay, but that's confidence building and neutrality. Right. Like those are those things and that like okay, if your dog is super super excited about meeting all these people, they're like we should fix this by meeting more people. Right. And like, I'm like at what point do you keep doing the same thing and not getting a different answer and being like this is definitely the way to go. <laughs> like and I feel like people are so nervous or like some people are just nervous when they get a puppy that they don't want their puppy to be aggressive. Let's oh, yes. say towards people or dogs. So they don't want their puppy to be aggressive to dogs, right? So then they go, "Okay, let's go to the dog park, make sure you meet all the dogs," right? Mm-hmm. But then they then later like t- 6 months later they go, "Okay, my dog loses its mind when it sees a dog because it thinks it's its best friend." And it's just like they just th- those were the two options. It was either my dog was going to be super aggressive to dogs or they were going to love every single dog. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just really important. And like, I've been like to puppy owners, especially I've been trying to explain a lot of just like, you, we want that middle option. There mm-hmm. is, we can get that middle option. We need to work for it, but Where you, you want that middle stuff option. And you're cool with it. Because yeah, everyone would prefer their dog to just love dogs and not eat them. And mm-hmm. like same, but 
it's also just really what you're actually envisioning that moment where you walk on a path past another dog and your dog doesn't care that's not because they love dogs it's Mm because they don't care about dogs and that can be applied to dogs to people to bikes to like literally everything in life you don't want them to care about it yeah you You don't want want them them to to be like oh hey look when i walk down the street and i see a pylon i don't freak out about it right I don't hug it and I don't run away from it. I'm just like, look, it's a pylon. That's like, exciting. You want them to be able to, oh, something spooked them for a second. Woo. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Same as like if, if someone tried to hand me one of those smelts the other day and I right. was like, whoa. And then I recovered. Yeah. You need your dog to recover from things. You need them to not be as jumpy at everything. Mm-hmm. And like. And how do you do that? Neutrality. Neutrality. Self-regulation, confidence, neutrality. If we could just delete I was gonna say, let's just throw it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's stop just throw using it out. It. Let's throw it out and never use it again. Because we're not even going to rebrand it. We are literally just going to delete it. I don't think I've like, like everyone brings it up. Everyone brings mm-hmm. it up first that their dog oh, is yeah. socialized. Oh, yeah. Like everybody, everybody wants to tell us how they've socialized their right. dog. And I'm like, thank they you for come telling in me because why we're in this situation. Right. They come in to us and say, my dog is having issues, but... Oh, well, I, and I don't know what went wrong because I socialized him when he was younger. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you didn't. And that's not. And that's not your fault because that is, if you Google socialization, Haley, if you Google dog socialization right now, the first thing that's probably going to pop up is daycare, daycare, dog parks, meeting people, meeting dogs and trying to do it as early as possible. And like where that and I guarantee you, you know what? Training isn't going to be on the entire first page of Google. Socializing your dog through training, probably not in the entire no. first page. Socializing your dog by not letting them meet people or dogs, not on that entire first page. And like, I don't... Environmental socialization won't even no. be till like fucking page What is four. that? Yeah. What is that? Wait, what is that? What's environmental socialization, Steph? Environmental socialization is incredibly important and it's the thing that really, really just makes me frustrated because on one hand, it is so incredibly easy to do. It is so incredibly easy to do. No one can fuck this up. You can't. Literally, just like different surfaces, walking on different surfaces, hearing new sounds. What like I I meet a large Wait, number of dogs that are you not say okay with storm grates. Changing their environment a little bit. Just a smidge. And then just And then them? just being like, wow, look, you survived. Wow. Uh, my favorite thing to do is piece put a piece of snow fence on the ground and see if dogs will walk on it. And most of the time they do. Take a puppy fence. Like, take your puppy puppy pen. pen. Lay it on the ground and have them walk on it. Yeah. Right? Most dogs are scared of storm grates. Most dogs are scared of, oh my god, stairs. The stairs that you can see through. Stairs that are slightly different, like, material than another set of stairs they've ever been on. Um, Being in cars. Being on inclined surfaces. Being on wobbly surfaces. Listening to sounds. So, like, loud sounds, soft sounds, new people, new vehicles. Just, like household appliances yeah like plug in your hair dryer and run it for five seconds well, and then be like wow look at you i've been telling people because like, especially like if you just like you're in your house you you can't take them anywhere right now or something even just going on to like youtube and like doing dog desensitization yeah. noises if you go like, find your dog kid, will listen to that pull out your drill turn it on for four yeah. seconds boom go find another tool turn it on for 10 seconds boom put it on the ground and have your dog walk around it and train around it don't and, have them jump on it right oh my god and unless your dog is like a special case they shouldn't be terrified in any of this no they shouldn't they're and young if the, puppy. and if you turn on a power drill for five seconds yeah and you're like you have your dog on a leash and you have someone stand across a, like a room 10 feet away and turn on a power drill and your dog hits the deck you need to hire a trainer to help right. you through it. 
your dog should go, oh, wow, that's different. That's weird. What is that? And then what you want is to train and have them interact with you so that they learn environmental socialization, neutrality to new stimulus in an environment. Yeah. You need to create that neutrality by being like, I also ignore it. So if you walk up to every new thing and you shower it in food, if the dog did not start with a problem, right. then you're just creating excitement about new stimulus. If you're starting with a problem, if you're starting with this dog is fucking terrified of this new thing, right. we're showering story. it in food, we're having a good Ooh. time, you definitely need to be talking to a trainer so that they can like work you through it. But if you have a normal-ish dog that is just like, oh wow, that's a new sound, and you then go every new thing that you see, you have to approach and we will get fed for every new thing you have to charge at and love. Yeah, you're making a dog that a year and a half old is just going to charge at new things and jump on it. Yeah. That's going to have zero in neutrality. It'll have great environmental socialization. Yeah. But, or it'll have great environmentals, but it won't be properly environmentally skills, socialized. Probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah just launching itself are also going to be absolute garbage. But it's going to be fun. Like, yeah. I feel like we could talk about socialization for a long time. Oh, yeah. We should do an entire one. Which we'll circle back to that. We will. But at some point in but the just near know, to distant future. For everyone listening, if you're going to use the term socialization, I want you to close your eyes and think, wait, is there a better word? Yes. And, there and is. if you don't know it, we we have just told you. And if, right. And if neutrality. you're Or just like, just stop talking about your dog because yeah. you're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to make a dog trainer cry. Just be like, I went to doggy daycare and dog parks forever, and that's how I socialized my dog. There's another dog in the house, so he's there's yeah, there's yeah, hundred percent. So Don't he worry. played with one dog. He's good. It's okay. He's gonna be totally social. This is you gave me a list of the ones that you had made, and I really liked defining job, job, job and outlet mm-hmm. because a lot of people are like, well, he goes for a walk. Okay, that's. That's basic fitness. That's not even fitness. That's just like getting out of the house for 40 minutes and no longer being quarantined in solitary confinement in your house. Like that's not, that's that's what a walk is, is of going for a walk every day is the ability to not say that your dog is held in solitary confinement. Yeah. Cause like everybody would feel like a shitty owner. Like if you, like everyone feels like a shitty owner if they go like, I haven't walked my dog all week. I they go, hope so. Right. But yeah. it's just like, there's more than just walking. Yes. But. There's more than just walking. And then whenever I go, hey, an outlet, people are like, oh, do you mean like agility? And I'm like, okay, so there's, there's, <laughs> there's two extremes there. Walk is like basic level. And agility is not the only thing as an outlet. Like, right. outlet there's... could also kind of be defined as enrichment. Yeah. Like really but like our definition back to our definition of enrichment a kong toy is not an outlet yeah but it's i would say it's headed in the right direction more so than just like a walk i would actually prefer to see people go oh their outlet is a food toy or something versus a walk i want a walk to be baseline standard yeah like you don't own a dog without it going for a walk but, like... That'd be, like, feeding your dog. Like, that'd yeah. be, like, saying, yeah, feeding my dog is an outlet. Yeah. No, you were supposed to do that. Yeah. You should not feel... <laughs> Whoa. That is... That is legally mandated. You are not Mother Teresa because you fed your dog. Yeah, no. And you're not the world's most dog owner because you fed your dog. Like, right. a good outlet is... And it's... So, it's not a walk, but 
it's, you know, I, I don't mind using running as an outlet for dogs because some dogs really are just bred to run. Yeah. I don't, I really, I would like to replace outlet with like, what, Spend, what after school activity? I was going to say do? spending time with your dog. Yes. Like, like yeah, actively. But a lot of people spend time with their dog by watching TV with their dog. Right, right, right. But I, no, I mean like actively spending time with your mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. Not just in the presence of your dog. Yeah. And job. A lot of people are like, oh, my dog has a job because he, like, barks at people through the window. Or my dog has a job. He protects me from the, like, I'm on the walk and he gets real protective and whatever. And that's his job. And I'm like, no. no. A job, I tell people all the time, if your dog, if I say your dog needs a job, I mean it needs a focused outlet. Not a random outlet. A very focused long-term outlet so it's not a i do it once and i know how to do it and then i do it again the next week like when i have jobs planned for my dogs i teach them things and then each week it gets a more it gets more in depth yeah your job right now you are a dog trainer but it looks very different than it did two years ago right your job has evolved you've been given more responsibility layers no more yes there's layers to it a lot of enrichment doesn't have layers. Outlets and jobs have layers. Right. Like and you need a foundation and then you yes. build on that and then we go, oh, what next? Like, yeah, I almost want to take like outlet and job with the exception of people that have working dogs with jobs. If you are looking for a job for your dog, for your pet dog and you are a pet owner, I almost want to replace that with what are your goals? Yeah. What are your goals for your dog outside of like, hey, I want to be able to walk down the road and not have him be reactive. What are your goals? Do you want him to learn scent detection? Do you want him to learn how to do a fancy heel? Do you want him to learn how to jump really high or balance on something or tricks? Like, yeah. How, what, what goal do you have? And we will make all the steps to achieve that. And then we will try and push you further. And I think that's how we actually need to define jobs to pet owners. Because the other thing is, if we say jobs are only, hey, I'm a police dog. Hey, yeah. I'm a search and rescue dog. Then people go oh well that's either unachievable or they go well my dog has a job too and it balances on something and i'm like no 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 there is different classifications of job your dog needs goals your dog needs some interaction to focus to a lot of interaction focused on an end goal for an outlet yeah right you're interacting with your dog to create that end goal and that is a job for a pet dog with a pet owner I would say when you have a working dog or a sport dog, that's just the same thing, but it's blown up to 40. I was going to say, those, yeah, that's yeah. a very, yeah, that's a whole other. That is a whole different level. If you're going, That's a different well, book. Not yeah, okay. that's, yeah, that's not even a level. That is a different book in a different language. Right. When people are like, well, my dog's really active. He needs a job. I've seen police dogs and he's that active. And I'm like, he is not. Right. That is incorrect. But I also don't want you to think that's the only job out there. Yeah. I want you to start thinking of job as what is your focused goal and where can we go from there? Yeah. Yeah. I think that would do better. That would. I mean, be more I'm not at the point where I want to delete job and outlet no. from the internet. But. But. We're getting there. Yeah, I am It's about there. to be blacklisted if we're not careful. I so There's so many dogs that come in that are just like active and they are more anxious and more active than they should be because they are just lacking so many things in their life that like they're like oh well he must need a job and i'm like 
no, he needs like a basic goal. Yeah. You need, you need a basic goal. He needs a basic goal. If you can get his, his just, he's so spun up. If you can get that down, honestly, he's a normal energetic dog with a normal amount of drive. But because you haven't done anything with him in two years. Yeah. He seems psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. Oopsies. Gone. Yeah. Oopsies. Different. Crazy in the brain. Yeah. If you don't work your dog for eight hours and they're that crazy, they need a different job. They need a job job. They need that, that book in that different language. Yeah. But if you don't work your dog for two years and it doesn't literally like become, it has severe behavior problems or severely destructive or just like becomes wildly out of control, you don't have a dog that needs a job. You have a dog you need to provide an outlet to. Right. You need to decompress it a bit. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just like, just whew, take a breath, take a look at your dog and be like, wow, I should do something with them. Yeah. That's a job. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's just, it's frustrating. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. A little bit. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Yeah. Once we just sit here and now we shake our heads. What's the other one you had on your list was anxiety, which kind of ties into this anxiety and separation anxiety. Yeah. God, everyone wants to tell us how anxious their dogs are. Yes. And like, no, and we're not, we're not out here saying that there's no anxious dogs. Oh, a hundred percent. There's some anxious dogs. There's some anxious owners. Again, as we talked about earlier, all roads lead to therapy. Yes. So like 100%, there are anxious dogs and anxious owners. Were we recording for that? I think so. Oh, okay. I'm going to, we're just, I, I think mean, we recorded I feel like it. that could just be a recurring thing. Like, we're very pro-therapy. Mm. Therapy for everyone. We are so pro-therapy. Dog therapy. Hydrotherapy. Dog therapy. Human therapy. Physiotherapy. Marriage therapy. Like, just therapy all around. Like, you're not going to go wrong. So, I yeah. feel like we should, I, I, I would wear a shirt that says, all roads lead back to therapy. And that's okay. We should make a shirt that says, my dog trainer recommended therapy. <laughs> and that's up to you. Did we mean it for your dog? Did we mean it for you? Yeah. I would make it for people and for their dogs. <laughs> yeah. But like. 100%. That is the first piece of beta merch. I am going to make a TikTok. Cool. All roads lead to therapy. Yes. My dog trainer recommended therapy. Um, but yeah, so anxiety I would say it's a bit of a buzzword, and I wouldn't say, like, the definition is too off. I think the the way we apply it, though, is. Yeah. So, like, yeah, the definition of anxiety, like, it's... Well, this is the other thing, is anxiety is so prevalent now, and it's so prevalent in people and in dogs, that, like, Tell I was that. showing, I was showing Haley the video of that dog that I really like, Azande. Oh, yeah. my God, I love this dog. She's on TikTok, uh, Rocks. Shout out. Something. Yeah, shout out. Her, oh, it, her yeah. name's, like, Rocks, and then it's numbers, it's, like, 7831 or something. Anyway, her dog is amazing. Her dog is, one of her dog's name is Azandi, and she put up a video, and somebody went, and it's panting. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's an adult Malinois yeah, that is incredibly driven. It is very, very stable. It's a very, very nice dog. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm, we get I'm not lying. You got dog crush. I want a puppy out of this dog if she ever breeds it. Oh, my God. Please call me. But somebody a bunch of people were commenting on there because the dog's panting and its Must ears are anxious. back and they're like oh my god it's anxious and i'm like that dog is a mania ring french ring three dog it's got all the training in the world that don't know, those she are very obviously knows what she's doing and i'm like you have one dog that probably is anxious and you're gonna tell this lady that's not anxiety right 
That's like, not it. It's so easy to label anything that is just not a dog asleep. Right. Anxious. anxious. Oh my god, it's whining. It must be anxious. But like if, if it's, it's, back, it's if anxious. it's asleep with its nose tucked in, that's anxious. Yes. That's I've seen oh my god. Before. Yeah, like there was just... somebody I just there's a greyhound person on TikTok and they run a greyhound kennel and somebody was like watching one of their breeding females run around. I was like, oh my god, that is such bad body language. It's so anxious. And I watched it and I'm like, that looks like a sight hound. Yeah. That, that looks like you just if you don't have a lot of breed experience or you don't have a lot of dog experience and you only have a little bit of knowledge on dog behavior and a little bit of experience with your anxious dog yes it is very easy for you to tell other people your dog is anxious and the other thing is there's so many people writing and creating so much stuff about anxiety in dogs yes. right now so when you google hey this is a problem with my dog it's whining in the crate the anxiety. first 40 things that pop up are, oh my God, anxiety. Well, like, And it's like, it's not, the, it's not the only answer. And a huge thing has been like, obviously, as people go back to the work and return to the oh normal God, world, yes. the second they leave the house, it's like, oh my God, my dog has separation anxiety. When it's like, do you have separation anxiety? Do they have separation anxiety? Well, that, or, or maybe like they just have no structure or boundaries or anything mm -hmm. in the house. And then, so it's like, is that really anxiety? Or do is they that have just separation like... anxiety or are they anxious because this is the first time that you've changed your routine in two years? Right. Are, are they anxious or are they being bratty? Are mm -hmm. they, you know, like there's are just they so many other options. Are they poorly socialized so they don't know how to deal with stress, which is yes, a form of anxiety. But is that like genetic, oh my God, here are meds, your brain chemistry is right. off anxiety? Or is that because you did not socialize your dog? Yeah. Like I think hmm, we just like the second we see behavior problems in our dogs, we go, they must be anxious. And it's just like. And I mean, I think that's because we want to believe the best in our dogs. We can't believe this problem is because they're aggressive. We can't believe this problem is because it's through any fault of their own. We can't, but, and we can't believe this problem is because of us. I was going to say, and yeah, we also want to make sure that it's not, we don't want to put the blame on the dog and we don't want to put the blame on us. So anxiety kind of does this nice middle thing where it's like, well, it's anxiety. Yeah. I can't prevent that. When in reality, like, okay, it might be a little bit on the dog, probably a little bit on you. And like, mm -hmm. again, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But just like be aware, if you're aware of that fact, you're able to kind of step back and be like, okay, yeah, who, like, what can we do to improve the situation? Because if usually if you can fix it by like doing one thing, it's probably not anxiety. Like if yes. you're able to just cover the crate when you leave the house and the dog is quiet, you're probably it's okay. probably not super anxious in the crate. It mm -hmm. probably just like didn't like watching you leave, mm -hmm. which is okay. But I had like, somebody tell me their dog had separation anxiety and was super anxious and the dog was so reactive on leash and it was... It, it was brachiophilic, so it would pull Ooh. and it would, like, not be able yeah. to breathe. And also, it was just not good on leash. It was very reactive. And they just hadn't walked it in months at this point in time. And they're telling me he has separation anxiety because when they leave, he's destructive. Yep. He, like, yes. he eats windowsills and baseboards and stuff. And I was like, okay... So he's, pro he never leaves your house, which means when you're in, ho when you're home, he follows you around and he's obsessed with you. And they're like, yeah, you, you, I'm like, he loves me. I'm like, yes, you're also the only exciting thing is in his entire environment that changes besides when he goes absolutely nuts at the window. So that's fun, but he can do that when you're not there. So when you're not there and there's nobody outside of that window, which are his two only entertaining things in life, he's like, cool, what else can I do? Is he anxious or is he bored. so unfulfilled yeah. and he's bored that he's coming up with his own things? And I'm like, that's not anxiety. Again, that's different. If you took your dog for a walk, I doubt that it like even three times a week at this point in time, 
your dog is not going to chew anything ever again. Right. And they were like, oh, that actually makes sense. And I was like, yes. And like even even puppies, like a lot mm. of puppies, because they cry in their crates. Yes. We assume. And there's all this fear mongering. If you Google puppies whining crates, people are like, oh, my God, if you don't do this or if he's anxious and you can't possibly like let him whine for four minutes. Right. And obviously, out. like you should do meds and like you're going to need to do severe behavior like, on because your puppy puppies. is kind of whining in a crate like no i'm Whoa. sorry they're puppies Chill. like whew, Chill. Whew. take a take a seat like not saying there drink. aren't puppies out there that come really anxious right off the oh, bat 100%. but like and actually not. that's a really good point because um love to know what point i made because <laughs> yes no 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 because when you google it people all the you either get hey you don't have to worry about it at all or you get oh your dog is whining a bit in crate and this isn't a problem except there is no people don't know the variants on that and they don't know the different levels so like we had that saint bernard that is older and he's now come twice and we've created him right it turns out when he was very young they brought him home at four months and he was from a farm and um they tried to they tried to crate him when he came home and he was whining and crying in the crate. And he, because I, I said, he's not crate trained. And they go, no, we tried. So when they put him in the crate, he would whine. And he Googled it. And he tried a bunch of the things he Googled. And that's what he told me. So then I kind of just asked. One of the things he said was kind of weird. And I can't remember what it was. But then I asked a little bit more. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. Like when he would whine, he would, he's four months old. And he would scream whine. And then try and rip the bars off well shitting liquid oh and i'm talking and i was like okay so like he was in the crate for like four hours and like somebody was late to come let him out like he goes no 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 he'd be in the crate for 10 minutes Ooh. and he would be shitting liquid while scream whining and trying to rip the bars off and i was like that's not normal he goes well i googled like whining in the crate and i tried all this and i'm like whoa yeah for normal whining in the crate sure yeah. that makes sense but i'm like whining Plus liquid diarrhea is a different plus thing. Screaming. Whining plus screaming, different thing. Whining plus trying to rip the bars off, very different, different thing. thing. And he was like, oh, and I said, yeah, that, yeah, no wonder that was, super. and that's why they did, they did like two or three months of getting the dog in and out of the crate before they ever came here. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but like I did they not. did, yeah, I think they did like two months of in and out and in and out and just they did games, some privates yeah. and in their spare time at home they just very casually got him used to the crate and then the crate kind of with the door shut and then we finished off the crate work yeah. because we had the resources to do so yeah but like yeah that's the other thing is people kind of google their main word plus ooh, their main word plus their issue and they either get advice that is not in-depth enough or too in-depth and they either blow it completely out of proportion or they don't realize how yeah. much further their problems are yeah and i'm like especially when it comes to anxiety there's so many gradients yes like there's there's anxious like hey i whine a little and then there is anxious like hey i have liquid diarrhea Whew. and i am shaking and i am unable to stop making noise and it's just it's a time yep but everybody wants to label any type of behavior issue a result of anxiety. Right. Which, like, it's not. No. It can be. It can be. A hundred percent. But. Not always. And not everything is. 
Not everything. Not at all. So I, I would just, say 30%. Like, and I know it's, and I feel like also people sometimes like, especially for privates, like if you're coming in their first one, I feel like they think it helps to be like, to me, it's like, you're, okay, I know the problem. It's, it's separation anxiety. So what do I do for separation anxiety? When yeah. It, like, but. Because they're Googling this buzzword of separation anxiety and we're looking at the dog like, okay, so your dog being pushy. needs socialization. Or I feel like it's happened a lot to me where it's like, it has nothing to do with separation anxiety and everything to do with the fact that the dog is being a brat. Yes. Like the dog is just being a brat. Well, that's because I keep giving you a bunch of I was going to say, I'm getting, teenagers. I'm getting some bratty teenagers lately. And so it's just like, <laughs> your dog is becoming a bratty teenager. And so, but you're like, no. And there's nothing wrong with my that. Dog they're just going to be, they're just going to be a little loud and a little pushy for a couple months and then they're going to move on. Right. And they're fine and you're fine. But, but we go, no, it must be separation anxiety. So yeah. I just think like, before we label that on your dog, before you're like, oh, either, yeah, see a trainer or just kind of like, are we sure? And if you're not sure, maybe ask someone yep. that mm-hmm. has knowledge in that subject. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just maybe. Yeah. Do we have any other words left? Um, We have a couple. Hold on. Let me check off a bunch of Ooh, these words. Yeah. We love making a list and checking things off. We do. We have two. I think we should only do one more. And Kay. I think we could define reactivity because a lot of people want to use reactivity Mm -hmm. um thresholds Mm. which i think is good but i still think that's more of a trainer term not so much of a pet owner hashtag okay okay um the other thing is training Ooh. Mm -hmm. which one define act like defining training okay do we want to do that one fun could be fun could Could be fresh (laughs) could be not short the other one is guarding you put you you said guarding yeah and i'm like mm, a lot of people use that a lot of people use guarding or protective and i'm just like oh. which one Haley? you choose which one Haley? Haley, you vote we have the reactivity okay wow okay <laughs> okay but i think a lot of people use reactivity specifically they want to tell us well my dog is being reactive but he's 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 really nice dog He's reactive, but he's such a sweet dog. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. And they, they, ha- they feel the need that because they're saying their dog is reactive, they then have to provide 14 other words that say, oh, he's actually really nice. He's actually so good. And I'm like, he can be a really good dog and still be a bit reactive. Right. But people also are like, well, he's reactive, so he must be aggressive. Or he's reactive, so he must be something. And I'm like, how about he just has a big feeling? Here's how I want to break it down. Because here's my issue. Mm-hmm. If you define reactive, mm-hmm. it's showing a response to a stimulus. Yes. That's all. You know what dogs do? They react to everything. Yes. Every single thing your dog does yes. is a reaction. Humans, you could say, to act is to react. But but for wow. dogs, right? Like every, they're literally just dogs. They're animals. Every single thing they do in life is reacting. Yes. So just saying, oh, my dog is rea- reactive. It reacts on walks. Okay, we, we, okay, I, I would assume it's reacting. Yeah. But, okay, it's we're not saying, sitting there, not moving at all. So my issue is just, like, I don't like people just saying, like, I think reactivity is just a poor choice of words in general. Because yeah. it's just, like, reactivity to what? Mm-hmm. And what is it doing? Because that's also more important of, like, what does that reaction look like? Because mm-hmm. I think people just walk in and be like, my dog's reactive. 
Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I, have to ask so many follow-up questions. Yeah, my favorite things. I'm like, what does that look like if you if you weren't gonna use the word reactivity? What other words would you use to describe it? Like, what does it look like? Does he come forward? Does he stand what up? Does it, does he what do is this? it to? Is yes. it to dogs? Is it to people? Is it to mm-hmm. children? Is it to trees? Like, mm-hmm. what is it to? Why are we like you know? It's yeah. just like we say reactivity, but like that it's just reacting but if we're talking about specifically like on a walk like leash reactivity to everything they see kind of thing it's just kind of like over arousal yeah okay your problem is not reactivity your problem is likely foundation arousal or overly fearful or overly overly insert emotion here yeah i like uh, yeah it's big feelings i always still it's It's just like it's big feelings they could be scared if you walked in if an owner walked in and said my dog has big feelings on a walk when it sees a dog i'd be like okay cool my dog has big feelings at the window my dog has big feelings on a leash when people walk in i'm like okay cool okay and then that's okay then let's which feeling let's see is it are we big scared are we big excited like yeah but every time somebody says they're reactive they just want to go well but they're not mean and then they they think that reactivity is the catch-all term for whatever behavior their dog is showing they're like and i'm like okay but reactive to your dog could look very different right to another reactive, dog. so you need to tell me i was gonna say like what if, they're doing if you're talking to a trainer saying they're reactive that doesn't tell me anything no that doesn't help me no. at all that doesn't solve anything like no i yes your dog is reactive yes. every single dog out there is reactive to yes. something yes to everything it's just you're trying what you're trying to say is my dog is having big feelings and doing and showing behavior that is not socially appropriate yes. for the situation. Well, and I also think there's a That's difference between reactivity and poor leash skills and poor communication. Because, mm-hmm. like, let's, like, sometimes sometimes it's not even, like, oh, my dog's reacting to things or whatever. It's just, like, pulling a lot on leash and yeah. doesn't it's, know where to go. Yeah, reactivity is also a phrase for, I haven't actually ever trained my dog to be in this situation. I just put it in the situation and observed what happened. Weird. And then weirdly, it didn't psychically know what I wanted it to do in that situation. So it did its own thing. And I decided that was reactivity. Right. When it's like, okay, we just need to break down that We just need to train. We just need to do training. And you're probably okay. Like, we just need to teach the dog what you want. Yeah. So oh, like, you, now you taught it what it wanted, and then it stopped doing the other thing that you never actually properly told it not to do. Oh, okay, cool. And here's Done. the other thing, like you said before, of like if your dog is reactive on walks, kind of thing, you're gonna go into Google, you're gonna pl- plug in reactivity, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a million different things, but that doesn't mean it's going to solve your issue mm-hmm. because just like we said before, Such a one dog's time. reactivity could look like lunging at the end of the leash because mm-hmm. we hate dogs and we're very mm-hmm. aggressive towards dogs. Another one could be. Oh, we spin up the leash because we're super over aroused by everything environment. Yeah, Another one could be we're super scared because oh, we Even saw you, a human. You went to you took classes for reactivity before you came here, yeah. and the, all of the stuff that you told me you did in those classes was geared towards a dog that is being overly fearful. Yeah, that was not your dog's issue. Your dog so. was drivey and prey driven, and. Like was dogs. was super 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 over aroused as soon as it saw any dog because it has uh, some belgian in it yeah and it goes very high very quickly yeah and we needed to learn impulse control and we yes. needed to learn to calm down but everything about the class you were in was for quote-unquote reactivity 
designed for fearful dogs. They are right. they are reacting fearfully. Your dog was never reacting fearfully. Your dog was always like, cool, let's chase it down. That's super fun. So, like, obviously, I feel like our recommendation is always going to be, like, seek out a trainer. Find a good mm-hmm. trainer near you. However, if you're like, no, I want to go it on my own, here's, I feel like, a good piece of advice. Don't just type in my dog is reactive on walks. Yeah. Try and see. If you can't break it down on your own, though, something tells me you're going to need a trainer. Mm-hmm. If you are, though, if you're able to go, like, okay. My dog is fearful on walks. Yes. He's, then you can try and attempt it on your own. Then don't even type in, like, My reactivity. dog is prey-driven. Cool, attempt it on your own. But if you go, my dog is reactive, and you can't determine why or how that that reaction is created, you need to hire a trainer that can tell you why. Yeah, and And when you show up to a trainer and they watch your dog do whatever it's normally doing, and then they're watching the reaction, ask the trainer, what do you think is causing this? Yes. And if they say something like, hey, your dog is fearful, and you're like, that doesn't really vibe right. Or they're like, hey, your dog is being, it's dog aggressive. It's trying to kill that other dog. And it's really just kind of like hiding at the end of the leash, like barking and backing up and barking and backing up. its I'm pants, like, tail, God, yeah. Then you need to find someone else. Right. That can properly read a dog. But again, instead of giving back to anxiety, back to reactivity, mm. instead of just smashing this label on your dog, that doesn't fix the problem no smashing the labeling shit doesn't fix anything does not give it an excuse it doesn't fix it yeah so okay we're reactive okay what does it look like what is it towards when did it start right how long has it been going on break it down list like five things about it if you're gonna write down on a piece of paper fido's reactive write down five things you can say either about the reaction when it is and Mm -hmm. all of that and then if you can look at that and be like oh i know what the cause is Sure, you can Google more about that if you want and seek into that. But then if you look at all that and you can, if you can't even come up with five things, you really can't even see anything. Or if you look at that, those five answers and go, eh, trainer. Trainer. Don't know what they're talking about. That's what Should. we're here for. And that's, that's okay. We we're here. Yeah. Working. Well, oh. is this working? I think so. Yeah. Spreading knowledge. Yes, right. Right. This is not... A, an emotional dump of irksome things. This is an educational moment. <laughs> we use this as our therapy. Yes. <laughs> Again, all, all roads, roads are going to back to therapy. therapy. <laughs> I 100% am going to be like, my dog. I think that's really good therapy. merch. Can we, I am going to make that. I know you want to make a beta merch. Can we just make it our own? Can we make podcast merch? 100%. Podcast TikTok merch, I think. is. Fine. I think that is a market. It is a market. I think I will be our biggest buyer, but... Probably. Probably. I love it. Well, those are, like... That's the short list of the buzzwords. We have a couple of others. I just don't... I don't think they're, like, Hey, if you're listening to this and have more buzzwords... (laughs) Yeah. Maybe... I don't know. I'd say leave a comment, but I don't know what this is. Fax us and let us know. Um, Yeah, send us a telegram. Smoke signals. Yeah. Wonderful Of other buzzwords you'd like to find. Yeah. I really, I don't know, I just want people to not just throw around words and yeah. be like, oh, I do the enrichment, so it's fine. See, I do not... the enrichment, so I fixed my dog. And I'm like, that, no. See, like, but like, it doesn't happen in any other kind of like, 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 I'm not out here throwing out random mechanical car mechanic terms. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think... Wayne at Tirecraft, he would laugh me under the ground if I brought my Traverse in and I was like, well, it's for sure the aviator cap. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't 
don't know. <laughs> the just check engine light is on, friend. Does not mean I know how to fix it. And just because I own a dog does not mean that I know how in to fix car, it. In my car, the check engine light turns on. In your dog, they're doing something you don't like. Yeah, if so they instead- are quote unquote re- reacting at the end of a leash. That That's the is, check engine light. Yeah. And maybe check. you're one of those people that knows enough about cars that you have a code reader and you can look it up and you can like take a guess and be like, okay, that is something small that I can handle. Yeah. But if you are not, you have no code reader, you don't even, you have to look up what that light means on the dashboard. Have if a you have good to look relationship it up. with your local mechanic. Yeah, you do. You have a I have very a fantastic <laughs> relationship with my local. But like, right? Like, I don't use words I don't no. know. We're not allowed to do that. No. We're not allowed to do that in society. We don't just get to pretend we know what we're talking yeah. about. Well, like, I'm some like, of us hey, try. it's making thunking noises yeah. there. It goes ka-thunk, thunk not like boom-thunk. Right. It goes ka-thunk, not boom-thunk. Yes. And my guy looks at me and goes, got it. Thank you. I don't like... I don't sit there and go, I feel like it's the rear shock. Haley doesn't come in here going like, oh, I don't feel great. I think I have anemia. She probably like would go to a doctor. Yeah. Like we're not out here. Like stop trying to self-diagnose and not like, I don't know how to fix a car. Haley doesn't know how to... Diagnose Do a blood transfusion. <laughs> like this example is getting wildly out of hand. This is the occasional but, nonsense. But right, of like this stay in your lane, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. your lane's not dogs, find someone whose it is. Yeah, a hundred percent fine. And we would love, like, I would love to have this conversation in a training session. I'm all for it. They're yes. like, hey, so I read about enrichment. What does that mean? Oh man, hundred percent. Hey, I read. <laughs> my fingernails turning blue is bad. Hey, doctor, what does that mean? Like, I read about this. What does it mean? Can you tell me? I don't just Google it because if I go, if I wick, if I WebMD shit, I have everything like that. I don't do that. So people know not to do that. We're not allowed to do that. Yeah, I was going to say, no. It's cut off for both of us. I I think that's actually all three of us are not allowed to do any of that. I mean, as our our group chat's called the panic room. (laughs) We're out here really thriving when it comes to... But we know that, so we don't do it. And if you just, you can go to a doctor and be like, oh my God, I heard about enrichment. I've heard it's really good. What should I do? Oh my God, I would love that hour. That would be the greatest training hour. would be like, cool. You would be voted best client of the week. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Lovely. Sienna, what's your pack walk question of the week? What is your favorite ink color when it comes to pens? And furthermore, do you prefer pens to pencils? Blue. Only blue. Oh, okay. I have strong feelings on this. Okay, and but on pens though, do you, okay, do, if you prefer a blue pen, do you want a pen that click clicks or do you oh, want the cap? I am working so hard not to click click right now because I know that it will annoy Haley. Okay. So. In in editing this <laughs> post. But I am... I am I am click clicking on the side of my clicker. blue pen. It has to be blue. It has to be medium. Medium what? The, the, like you can have a fine pen, a medium oh, pen. Oh, we don't like fine No, no okay. it has to be blue. It has to be medium. It has to have nice roll to it. How do it, we How do we feel about gel pens? Do those have the fun colors? Because I yeah. don't like that. Okay. And most of those seem very fine. And I really yeah. don't like that. Okay. We oh, like God, a good no. ballpoint pen. What? We like a good ballpoint yes, pen. Yes. That okay. is the only appropriate pen. And God help pencils. Oh, God, no. Hey. When are you going to get a sharpener? Where Do you carry around a sharpener? Mechanical. Absolutely not. Mechanical. Oh, God, no. Sienna. You got to use something in space. Listen, if I ever decide to become an astronaut <laughs> and go to space, 
I will I will deal with that at that well, time. Well, they did make a pen for space. Yeah, that's why but, I was like, I'm pretty sure they were made for space. Well, like, space. Americans, I'm pretty sure, somebody can fact check me later, but I'm pretty sure Americans spent all this time and research into making a pen that would write in space and upside down and stuff, but the Russians just used a pencil. Yeah. So. That seems smarter. smarter. And if I become an astronaut, I will consider using, using a pencil. Okay. But, um, blue... Medium okay. point. Click, click. Yeah, click, click. We Got love it. the click, click. You? Do you use anything but a blue pen? Who uses anything but a blue pen? I think a black pen is absolute garbage just because, like, yes. most... If you're filling out a form, it's going to be black. So, like, yes. you'd want it to pop a little bit. Well, also, that's how you tell it's an original and not a photocopy. That's why people don't like using black. <laughs> yeah, that's why, like, on a legal document, you'll you have a blue pen so that you can tell when it's an original. Because if you photocopy it, it it'll be black. Wow. Did we learn something today? We did. Oh, wow. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, it really does. Because you wouldn't, you know. You just wanted your, your, your legal documents to pop. But, um, yeah, lawyers will make sure it pops, too. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Look, we've all learned something today. Yeah. Okay, well, this has Kay. been fun. Um, I think we should go train dogs. Hey, hey, you can erase. Oh, wait, you're that wasn't on the board, was it? Yeah, well, we put it on the board. Okay, now you so can erase, can erase it. We can erase a topic from the potential topics board. Wow. <laughs> what a day! What a time! I need to my be sound alive. effects bar, Haley. <laughs> Get on Haley's it. over here thinking how much editing she has to do out of this. No, no, I want my own sound effects bar oh, that I can God. hit. I remote. would be terrified of you with a sound effects bar. That's something to think about. Okay, bye. Bye.